Arturis Karnasova ranks at the bottom of the list of best GMs in the NBA according to an advanced metric created by Yahoo Sports. We're going to talk about the best moves and worst moves they have listed by Arturis Karnasova, and we're going to talk about what each Bulls player needs to prove from a report from Bleacher Report. And lastly, we're going to get into why P. Will should be taking some things personally. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And first up. So Yahoo Sports created this metric, which is similar to like the batting average metric and, and things like that, uh, as far as and, and use that to rank the uh, the best G, best and worst GMs in the NBA. And so it looked at like misses and hits and, and small moves, uh, big moves. It, it kind of weighs everything a little bit differently. And Arturis Karnasova came in at 23rd on that list out of I believe it was 25 to 28 GMs that were on that list. For some reason, all the GMs weren't on there. Um, but. You know, so that puts AK towards the bottom of the league as far as that advanced analytics. So, you know, and you can take that with a grain of salt. Let's say let's say that and think it is something interesting to talk about, um, you know, a- applying advanced analytics to GMs. Right. We're used to it uh, now across all sports all have almost, you know, uh, brought in an advanced analytic. Right. And we use it for players to evaluate them. But we don't really hear about evaluating GMs, right? We, we always with GMs, of course, every deal is kind of made in hindsight and it's made according to like other deals around it and things like that. And we kind of try, try to judge a GM's moves and things based off where the team ultimately ends up, right? And so, you know, it, this this also looks at how consistently each manager pulls off what it, what their metric considers good moves. So in this list for Arturis Karnasova, the best moves they had was signing Alice Caruso as a free agent in 2021. I do think the deal they got him at, especially looking at the value of players that can impact the game like Alex Caruso can, has gone up. Also, drafting Io DeSumo 38th overall in 2021 was also listed as one of the best moves by Arturis Karnaschova. Now, this does not factor in the re-signing of like Kobe White, Nikola Vucevic, um, or even the deals of, of Javon Carter, Torrey Craig. So keep in mind, it doesn't factor those moves in for the Chicago Bulls quite yet because there's no analytics on how that move worked out. So keep that in mind. And then as far as the worst moves for Arturis Karnaschova, it has it listed as Nikola v- trading for Nikola Vucevic in 2021 when you look up what uh, he gave up there and then trading for Laurie Marketing in 2021 as well and signing Lonzo Ball in 2021. So basically... A lot of the between the trade deadline to the to the offseason, a lot of those moves being looked at as worse. Now, moves for some reason like DeMar DeRozan didn't factor in on that, which I'm I don't know why there's not an analytic that's not included in either one of the best or worst moves for our tourists, considering that is still one of the bigger signings and has paid off pretty hugely for him. But so it comes down to um this isn't the best way to judge a GM, right? Everything is in hindsight, but when you look at the the moves, yeah. And, you know, for example, like drafting Patrick Williams isn't on this list yet, but like the trade for Nikola Vucevic, while I like Vucevic as a player, and I think Vucevic is going to be a big part and needs to be a big part if the Bulls are going to have a successful season. When you look at giving up two first-round picks, um, you know, that, that they gave up in that on top of Wendell Carter, who Wendell's been neither here nor there for me in his NBA. Like, that was a lot to give up for a player that has been, yes, your third option, but you haven't really had success based off that move, right? You have one playoff appearance to show since that. You probably would have had two had Zach Levine not went down 
with COVID uh, at the end of that first season after we traded for Nikola Vucevic. But you probably would have had two playoff runs, but you got one playoff series that you won one game in, and then you got bounced out the plane. So that makes sense. Moving away from Laurie Marketing, I think, is more so judged by what Laurie became, right? Because even though he didn't work out for the Cavs either, and I'll say between the, Bull, the Bulls and the Cavs, the Bulls got the best out that deal better than the Cavs because the Cavs basically got a one-year rental on a player that they eventually didn't get much back for at all either. So, you know, Laurie has blossomed. And I think the confidence plays a part in that. Keep in mind, Laurie wanted his, his way out of Chicago anyway at that point, but I understand it. And then the big one, signing Lonzo Ball in 2021. And while the signing of Lonzo Ball at the time that he was here and healthy worked, you have to factor in the fact that you got 35 games at what out of what's going to at what has been $6 million, $60 million by the end of this season. That's a loss either way that you cut it. Now, we all hope that Lonzo's going to be able to get back on the basketball court and can salvage his career, but the fact of the matter is you got 35 games for what's going to be $60 million and possibly $80 million by the time this deal is over with. And if he does not come back next season and cannot play, uh, regardless of whatever level he plays, that's going to be that's huge, right? To only get that amount of games out of and that value for that money. Now we all know, had Lonzo Ball not went down with injury, that deal could obviously be flipped and looked at one of the best moves by AK. Uh, but ultimately, like AK, I think the biggest thing, and I take away from these analytics, and the one of the biggest things that with AK that has been is his ability to pivot since the Lonzo Ball injury, right? Us having two quiet trade deadlines, going to the buyout market twice. Now we did have a more active free agency than what we had the last couple of years. And signing, you know, those veteran pieces that hopefully are going to pay off real big for the Chicago Bulls. But ultimately, like my the biggest indictment that I have on on AK is still the question marks that we have on the on our draft picks. And that's not to say that they're bad draft picks. That's just to say we don't know what they're going to be yet. Yeah, you didn't develop in develop and you didn't um invest in development as early as what you should be. And you brought in a coach in Billy Donovan that hasn't really paid off into that development either. So that's always going to be a thing. But then also just the inability to pivot and kind of, you know, move off some things and to try to improve this roster. And it really does seem like, you know, you're, they're waiting on their next period to naturally have cap space, which could pay off in that in that point in time. We'll have to see once that free agency happens. But ultimately, whether it's whether it's because the hands are tied by ownership or whatever, it's just been a lack of pivot. Right. So overall, it's like I said, it's an interesting data point to kind of talk about um, and to see if this is something that, you know, that since Yahoo now has created, it is going to be something that we get a list every year because I'd be interested to see it. Like in the fact that it also looks at moves that as far back as 2021, I'd like to see even kind of more factors in there eventually when we can. But I'm an analytics person. I always love to see advanced analytics used in all of sports. And if you can apply that to GMs, Hey, that's going to give, hopefully, ownership more data to know who they need to pick as their next GM as well. But let me know what you guys think. But Bleach Report had an interesting article, right? And I know Bleach Report is, is really hit or miss when it comes to their articles. But I kind of like some of the themes that they go to. And, yeah, I work for Bleach Report. I do the, on their video side. The video side and the article side are much different places. But, uh, you know, um, they had one thing that each Bulls player needs to approve this season. Now, I think that is interesting. I'm going to go over their list, and I'm going to kind of think of more things that I would like to see each player player do. So, for example, um, and this is Bleacher Nation, not Bleacher Report. Sorry about that. Uh, Bleacher Nation. Um, so, for Zach Levine, they said, can promote winning. That's what they want to him to try to prove is that he can be a winner. And I like that for Zach Levine, but I think, you know, to, to break it down a little bit more, we need to see the, the limit on mistakes from Zach Levine. Stop dribbling the ball off your, ball off your foot. On top of that, can you get to the free throw line a little bit more when your shot isn't falling? And then by trying to get to the free throw line, can you limit the, the you allowing the refs to get you out your game? 
so often with Zach Levine that he allows the refs to get in his head. And once he gets frustrated and then he starts playing to prove a point to the refs rather than playing to win the game. And that's just part of that strategic part, the maturity that I want to see from Zach Levine. Yeah, we can talk about Zach Levine making another all-star game and things like that. Like, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about Zach Levine and not even the stats when it comes to say, I want to see Zach Levine be a more refined player in crunch time and be a more refined player in just about how he goes about helping us and making sure he pushes us over the top to win the game. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, uh, they said that DeMar DeRozan's coming in this trying to prove that he deserves a big payday. Um, you know, and I can understand that a free agent is probably going to be this last time for a huge contract, but more so than that, when it comes to DeMar, rather than trying to prove he deserves a big payday, I want to prove, I want DeMar DeRozan to prove to people that he can get it done in the playoffs, right? Like we know he's gone to Eastern conference finals with the Toronto Raptors. That's probably not going to happen this season with the Chicago Bulls, but I want to see, I want to see DeMar DeRozan have a big experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today playoffs that's what i want to see as much as he can via the team that he has uh that he's on i want him i want to see him come in and with the bulls make it to the first round be a huge part of whatever success that they have and really kind of even in that in that milwaukee series that that series that we got out of he kind of started filtering off towards the end there i want to see demar Derozan do that i also want to see him take just a, a one one and a half more threes per game. Just one and a half more threes per game, which he did post All Star break. He took almost a little over an extra three point, uh, point a three pointer per game in, after the All Star break while taking less shots, and that just helps the Chicago Bulls offense be a little bit more fluid. That's what I want to see from uh from from uh, Demar Derozan. As far as Nikola Vucevic, they said that the Demar needs to try that the Bulls made the right investment. When you look at the three years, sixty million dollars, and that is one that I actually agree with. I think that Nikola Vucevic. As much as Bulls fans talk about him taking a step back, he went from being the first option to the third option. And Vooch is showing over in FIBA that he can absolutely still fill it up. This is why it's not just about scoring with players. I want to see Vooch utilize a little bit better to his ability. That's more so on Billy Donovan. But overall, I just want Vooch to continue to prove, which he did last year, that he is still one of the best centers in the NBA. Yes, he has his flaws, as every player does, but Vooch is still that. Uh, Patrick Williams said, try to prove he knows where to fit in on both ends. This is the one that I, I I have nothing to improve. That's exactly right. As I, we call him a gap filler here, right? That's what we want to see Patrick Williams do. Continue to just do, do what what he what comes to him naturally. Go out and do one great thing each game. You don't got to score 15, 16 points per game per se to have a huge impact on the game. Look at a player like Alice Cruz on how he impacts winning without necessarily scoring a lot of points. Patrick Williams can do more scoring than that, but I want to see you. Go out and get more rebounds, right? Go out and fight for those putbacks. Go out and and take players off the dribble when you when you can have that opportunity. Not pass up the natural shots you get without necessarily being being more selfish, right? We just want to see Patrick Williams just understand 
how to get his, regardless of that, whatever that is, that rebound, that defense, that, that defensive possession, that block, whatever it is, show that you know how to get yours game in and game out. Well, Alice Caruso says trying to prove still awesome. Alice, Alice Caruso is who he is. And I think that Alice Caruso, when it comes down to it, much to the dismay of some Bulls fans, he impacts the game so drastically in a positive way without shooting the ball well. Keep doing that, but hopefully now with more shooting, we don't even need your shooting. Get out in transition, right? Do those type of things. Get out in transition. Get the deflections. Do that type of thing and finish. Dunk on people's heads. That's what we want to see from Alice Caruso. We finished top 10 defensively last season, and a big part of that was because of Alice Caruso. For Kobe White, they have trying to prove the progress was real. Um, I, I, be consistent. Be more what you were. Mix what you were post-All-Star break and pre-All-Star break and do that for the whole season. Be consistent in that. Kobe White can be such a huge part of the Bulls' success this year, and he was last year as well in times that we were successful. Hell, we, we probably would have beat Miami had we kept him and Andre Drummond in the game. Kobe White, I just want to see that refinement from what he showed us last year, both de- defensively and office- offensively. Be that consistent for a whole season, regardless if you're starting, coming off the bench, whatever that role is. Kobe's going to have a great season, I feel like. Uh, Io Sumu trying to prove that he deserves a significant role. Listen, I've said it before. Io may be the man out of that rotation. He may be the one that misses out on the most minutes. He's going to have to, he's going to go from being a big part of the Chicago Bulls rotation to a player now that is going to have to fight for those consistent rotational minutes. And he's going to have to show he, show he deserves. And that's going to have to come as well via playing outside of the position he's been playing, which we can say is going to help or hurt him. But do not be surprised if you see uh, Io Sumu at the three and four. Uh, not at the four, at the three sometimes for the Chicago Bulls, at the two and three sometimes for the Chicago Bulls, and how he uses his length and his size to defend at those positions is going to determine whether he can get on the court consistently for the Chicago Bulls this upcoming season, in my opinion. And then as far as uh, uh, Torrey Craig and Javon Carter, they had trying to prove that they are difference makers. Do what you do well. Your veterans coming here, like I said, even your career averages help the Bulls so much is just prove that, that that was the right, that you were the right signings and that you're going to pay off hugely for the Chicago Bulls. You may not have been the big name signings, but you can have a big name impact, a big type impact on the Chicago Bulls in the way that we play this upcoming season. I think that's a great point for Javon Carter and them. Julian Phillips and Dalen Terry, they said that trying to prove that they are busts, agree to that. They're just going to have to find a way into that rotation. Julian, especially if that shooting is legit, I think has a clearer path because I think that Billy Donovan is not going to be afraid to use him in some small ball lineups for sure. Dalen Terry, Outside of just the shooting and, and trying to improve that, also just being that defensive beast that you can be at times as well. So, you know, that's it. Andre Drummond, they had pr- playing, uh, proven he's worth the veteran minimum. He's worth more than that. Like, we, we all know that Andre Drummond can have that type of impact, and he had that type of impact for the Chicago Bulls in many games last season. And the one that we needed him to have it in against the Miami Heat, Billy Donovan took him out. And so one thing that I'm going to add to this is expectations. What does Billy Donovan need to prove this upcoming season? It's prove that you can coach this team. Not that you can just coach to a system. How do you adjust, right? How do you adapt it? How can you use players in the situations that are best and scenarios that are best for their ga- suited for their game? That's what I want to see from Billy Donovan coming into this year. So you guys can let me know what you guys think down below. Now, before we go, I have a topic suggestion. I want to give him his credit. This one comes from Ed Herring, uh, who, who you'll always find in the in the comment section. He's He leaves some of the best voicemails when he calls in. He's a very thought uh thoughtful guy in the way that he goes about and thinking about these topics and the things that he says he does his research and he brought up the fact that Bleacher Report made an article of of the f- best 15 wings under 25 with the highest upset uh, upside 
and he mentioned how Patrick Williams was, wasn't named on this list. Now, looking at this list, there's a lot of true wings. And because Patrick Williams has played power forward primarily the last two seasons for the Chicago Bulls, I'm going to say that maybe that that's one of the reasons he was left off this list. But then when you look at some of the other players, Devin Vassell, right? Very similar to Patrick Williams. Uh, Keegan Murray was, was named on this list. Uh, Paolo Banchero, who we already know. Yeah, Brandon Miller was, was named on this list, right? Hasn't even played an NBA game. Of course, Shaden Sharp. Franz Wagner, another one who can play some three and some four, but I think plays primarily three for that Orlando Magic team. Scott Scotty Barnes was named on this list, and number one was Paolo Bancaro uh, listed on this list. But overall, should Patrick Williams take this type of thing uh, personally? Yeah, take everything. I want, And by that, I just mean this. I want you to take every single thing personally that you possibly can because I I need you to use that for motivation to come in and want to knock people's heads off when you see some of these guys on the other side of the court whether you're defending them or they get switched on to you I want to see you punish them I need Patrick Williams to unlock the dog mentality and some people just don't have it in them right so you can't put something into somebody that's not there but if it is there, this is the year I want to see Patrick Williams develop that that pettiness that DeMar DeRozan has, his mentor, right? Every time DeMar's named on a list like this, right? Not this type of list, but on a list, he comes out and went, like he, he checks it off. He sends his little tweet on, here we go, but he proves it on the basketball court. We heard Patrick Williams like during summer league was like, talk to DeMar DeRozan and say, well, you know I'm not shy. I want you to show it on the basketball court. Everything that Patrick Williams needs to do, and again, notice I didn't say score a bunch of points. I don't care whether it's defense, rebounding, block shots, getting steals, getting out in transition, passing the ball. Whatever you do, I want you to come out and prove it this season and take it personally, to quote MJ. So I, that's what we need from uh, from Patrick Williams, a personal season for Patrick Williams in which he just comes out and personally takes his growth, personally takes the matchups per, um, personal and takes them seriously. It takes everything, everybody that's in front of you is trying to stop you from whatever your goal is doing. Take that personally and use that for motivation going into the next season. That's my time for today, guys. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, and we've been doing it for two years. Thanks to you guys, and like I like to end every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.